to Exploring the Iceberg with Sophia and Juggin. I'm so happy to have this conversation. Today's topic is one that's very interesting and we're going to be talking about the self-consciousness versus self-awareness. Yeah. <laughs> and Jagan's going to be giving us a deep dive on both of these two words and the meanings and the whys and the hows and all that good stuff. And how this relates to the iceberg is self-consciousness is something that's on the first and the second level. So if you remember the analogy of the iceberg, there are three main levels. So the surface level, the I know you a little bit deeper, and then the third level, the deepest vulnerability. So self-consciousness would be on the first two. Self-awareness would be more so on the middle and the third. So I'm going to give the floor to Jagan, and I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Thank you, Sophia. So I'm going to start off with a bit of an introduction on what self-awareness is. So self-awareness, as the name suggests, is awareness of your own self. It's just knowledge of your own self and how you work as a person overall in your own introspective knowledge based on your past and your habits. And you take a look at self-consciousness. Self-consciousness is based on how you fit into society. It's your knowledge of how you work with other people and your perception of how everyone sees you and how you fit in with everyone else. Amazing. Yes. So how would that be in practical terms? So self-consciousness, self-awareness. So I think like self-awareness, like you would find like self-awareness in sources such as books or like some other place that teaches you more about yourself, like certain things like habits, your past, defining your past, and then pretty much in a good portion of reflection would be required in order to find out more of yourself in the realm of self-awareness. And then for example, like it would be more like in terms of human nature, we as humans fall into patterns a lot. So something we do once or twice, more often than not, you'll find yourself doing something similar because as people, we are creatures of habit. So certain things that are done once will be will have a higher chance of happening a second or third time. And so self-awareness is more about coming to terms with your own self. It's understanding there are different journeys that make up your own self and different things that you attach more meaning to than other things. And it's more about finding yourself. Like there's a book called The Alchemist, and the purpose of The Alchemist is based on um, the main character's journey throughout the entirety of Egypt in order to find this final treasure. And so the whole byproduct of self-awareness is a general sense of authenticity. It's knowing yourself and understanding yourself. And in, in a little bit of opposition to that, you can take a look at what self-consciousness represents. Self-consciousness represents, in a sense, how you work with other people. And you're, you're in a sense, like how capable you are, how much you conjoin with other people and kind of generate a persona of your own. So like things that come up in this case is like groupthink and group polarization. So groupthink is a psychological term that is defined as when a group of people come together, usually the, the, the smaller minority opinions are suppressed. And group polarization is an extreme example of groupthink. So what happens in group polarization is that when you join with a bunch of people, the opinions you have, the decisions you make will be far more extreme. 
And such is kind of a result of self-consciousness in a sense. You, how you work in interaction with other people and your general compatibility and how you fit in with other people. And so like the thing you may notice with self-awareness and self-consciousness is their general overlap. So one thing you can see is that when someone has a high amount of self-awareness and they have done a lot of reading and introspection and coming to terms with their own self, you generally will, in a sense, find out how you interact with other people in the same sense. And self-consciousness, which is, in a sense, how understanding how people view you, taking criticism and, in a sense, finding your place in everyone else, will give you greater self-awareness, especially if you interact with people and they provide feedback, criticism, may it be in the form of an argument or something else. Self-consciousness kind of gives you the place amongst everyone else. Wow. Wow. That's really good. Wow. Um, and how would someone tell, like, like compared to self-awareness, someone who's highly self-aware and then to contrast someone who's highly self-conscious how since you did mention the overlap how would those two be married if that makes sense yeah that makes sense so i think that like for example if you were to interact with someone like in someone who has high self-awareness or something usually someone who's very highly self-aware comes with a sense of higher confidence in a sense or some sort of detectable energy it sometimes can be disguised as ego every so often, someone um, who's like so like powerful in themselves, but someone who's really confident and someone who's really authentic will be someone who's highly self-aware. So I think the overlap between the two runs into how you interact with them. So someone who's highly self-conscious, you will notice they may like look at someone or make a comment about like how someone is watching them or someone is perceiving them or how they are like being looked at. And in, in a sense, like caring a lot about what everyone else thinks of them. I think self-consciousness comes more with the, with the negative aspect of self-consciousness comes more with the spending too much time thinking about it, overthinking everyone's reaction to their overall self. I think to tell the difference between someone who is very self-aware versus someone who's very self-conscious, you will, in a sense, interact with them. And someone who's very self-aware will, in a sense, offer more information. Someone who's self-aware, someone who has strengths, who has strengths and weaknesses, and a good knowledge of the both. And I think the second, the latter, which is your weaknesses, is what truly makes someone self-aware, someone who makes them relatively authentic and makes them very confident. As opposed to someone who's self-conscious will like take into account every single thing that every single person says and attach too much emotion, overthink, and then in a sense drown in their own like ideological failures. Mm-hmm. Wow, those are such great points. I can see, like, as you're describing this, like, the times where I could be more on the spectrum of self-awareness and then more on the self this spectrum of self-consciousness. So it's like, so, yeah, self-conscious. And I'm like, whoa, thank you for explaining that. Um, and, like, okay, great. So we know these meanings and we know the differences, but, like, why is it important to understand these two different, I guess, um, ways of experience within yourself. I think it's important to know the, know these two and know the difference between the two, because it kind of like, these kind of like set a precedent of how you, how you want to operate and how you want to work. Because with Mm self-awareness comes with like not caring about certain people's like opinions and a sense of knowing about yourself. 
And I feel like knowing about yourself allows you to find things that you may feel are not the best, certain habits you have, certain behaviors you exhibit. For instance, like say you, um, so when someone criticizes you, you immediately rise to anger. Being self-aware of that initial reaction, being self-aware of that ego that you initially presume or like put out into the world is makes it very, very important. And self-consciousness, the differential between that is knowing that you do have a certain impact, you do take a certain role, you do play a certain role in individual friendships, in group dynamics and all that. And being like aware of that or being conscious of the interactions, things you play allows you not only to improve on yourself, but allows you to fit the role that best serves who you are as a person. And like, in a sense, leaving off or like not having knowledge of this, you can survive, but it's, it comes to the difference between like make knowing of it and becoming a better person overall. So I'd say like the general purpose of knowing the difference between self-awareness and self-consciousness and in a sense applying them is on the quest of self-improvement to become a better person every single day is the primary purpose behind knowing the two and seeing how they apply in real life yes i love that wow wow um i can see how this could be so important in in someone's life who is on that path of like self-help and awareness and consciousness and all that good stuff right so um thank you for explaining that and i want to touch on the um problems of being maybe someone who's on the let's say it's scale of too conscious or too aware are there like contrasts to that like although you said so many amazing positives of it but how about the flip side <laughs> yeah there is unfortunately okay. there is. so first talking about self-awareness so as like you may have seen like the picture i may have painted is like self-awareness being like the the good person in this case and self-consciousness mm. being kind of like the villain in this mm. example mm -hmm. but i think yeah. there is a benefit to self-consciousness and a drawback to self-awareness so i think that in terms of self-awareness once you know yourself so well, there is an issue you could run into. It's the issue of rigidity. So when you run into, when you are so self-aware that you know every single thing that defines a lot of yourself, you kind of lose the willingness to learn more about yourself, or in a sense, you lose the willingness to learn more in general or take mm -hmm. criticism because you just be like, okay, this person isn't me. I'm going to disregard it because mm -hmm. that's not who I think I am. So mm -hmm. someone who, in a sense, almost in a sense, identifies with being self-aware it identifies with the concept of like, yes, I am this person who is so confident and self-aware of myself. In a sense, trying to interact with people can be an issue because you're not, in mm. a sense, as open to learning new things. You're not as mm. open to everyone's opinions of you because you, in a sense, know yourself. And you feel like if someone else doesn't know you, that becomes their fault as opposed to you knowing yourself. So wow. I think the issue you can run into is if like in the, in the potential thing of relationships or very close mm -hmm. friendships, someone who's ridiculously self-aware does not allow room for growth, does not allow room for like the fluidity of of people that they should be. Because once you define mm -hmm. yourself, you put yourself in a box, you've almost in a sense defined yourself in a certain way. It's very hard for you to step out of that box or allow for like the box to expand or become a more liquid substance for you to increase mm -hmm. your overall ideology of yourself and learn more and become a better person. Isn't that ironic? Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, but no, I, yeah, I was just, I was just gonna. Is, 
right? Like you, you, you hear this self-awareness, self-awareness. It's like, it's like you mentioned, it's like that identity. It's still a box, AKA the ego, AKA it's something that I guess you hear a lot, like it's the negative or it's not the best to be in that space. But that's an interesting, like, wow. It's a thinker right there. Yeah. yeah. It's a spectrum. It's a spectrum for sure. Mm. Like if you choose to like define yourself in one way or choose to define yourself in the other way, you try you try to make yourself fit into an absolute box. You run the risk mm. of exactly what you just said. The irony of the situation, which is like you become so self-aware that you in a sense identify with it and you lose out on self-awareness you could gain in the future because wow. you don't let yourself yeah. be dynamic and fluid. And yeah. so this works in the opposite way with self-consciousness. So in this overall, what I've talked about before, we've discussed in terms of self-consciousness, it makes it seem like it's a negative. It makes it seem like there are some drawbacks to it, that there are like, that it's like something you shouldn't have and you shouldn't care. And we hear that in society a lot. We hear like you shouldn't care about everyone else's opinions of yourself. Yeah. You just be yourself and express yourself in the best way. And while the raw content of that message may be positive, like it's telling you to, in a sense, stop adding so much like issues and like trying to care so much about the world around you you don't care about yourself and you reduce your self-worth i think self-consciousness quite to the contrary is very very important in our life today because self-consciousness in a sense is the perceptions or the ability to perceive what everyone else thinks about you so that allows you to learn that there are certain things that may not be the most amenable certain qualities Mm -hmm. you exhibit are not the most amenable and that there are certain things you should improve on and work to like increase in yourself. And I think the best way you can learn it is by experience and by people, in a sense, showing nonverbal cues or like mm-hmm. exhibiting or like, illustrating criticism about you. And I think that if you mm-hmm. deny all that, if you deny self-consciousness, you run the risk of not becoming a better person of who you are and kind of hogboxing yourself into the same speech that yeah. you have all the time. And for, yeah. for anyone who doesn't know what a hug box is, a hug box is pretty much like a little a little box that you or people that you are relatively close to speak into. And just like, you don't in a sense take in anything else. And you kind of mm-hmm. confirmation bias yourself, which means that you just mm-hmm. find opinions that fit into your ideology and then just make them your own. Mm-hmm. And so why self-consciousness is good and how you should use it is that you should take the thoughts of everyone else and you should, in a sense, analyze them, put it through your own mind, and then see what they see and look at it from a rational standpoint. However, the issue that everyone says and sees with self-consciousness is attaching emotion to it and overthinking about everything. Because if someone provides criticism that is good for you to know, yeah. and you, in a sense, ignore that because you're too self-aware or you're not, you're just not caring about everyone else, you run the risk of losing out or missing out on criticism. So the benefits of self-consciousness come in learning about your own self and learning what everyone else sees and fits into you and you kind of increase your role in society by having that as well wow you know i i see your point and i hear what you're saying about the um how like you cannot take in criticism because like you said like a lot of people say be yourself you know do uh follow what you want but but the thing is, it's like, if we're not willing to expand and grow, the criticism that is necessary, which is 
could feel maybe negative, but it's something for you in a positive way, and you like choose to ignore it to say, oh, well, that's not for me. You know, I can see what you're saying. It could be detrimental. So, um, and why it's important to take that in. Yeah. So good. Yeah, so it's good. It's a fluid line. Yeah, it's a fluid line. That's all it is. It's like you can't choose one or the other, and you mm. can't try to define yourself by one identity or the other. You must be formless, which is like a strategy to like live by, and it's a spiritual thing to be as well. In a sense, not mm. identifying yourself in some shape or form, and also yeah. just trying to be open to new things. And that's pretty much what I say as the definition of self awareness and self consciousness. Pretty much the benefits of the two. The curse of over self awareness and the curse <laughs> and benefits of pretty much being self conscious. Yes. Oh my God, such good things. Um, and I guess okay, maybe we've touched on this, but lastly, I, I want to ask, how do we best use these? Like knowing this now, right? We have these like tangible, like okay. I know where I lie, I know when I do this, and I know when I do that. How do we incorporate this into our lives? I think with practice, so I think one practice that is said a lot is journaling, in a sense, like journaling mm. or spending time, like like writing down your thoughts or thinking about these thoughts. And that increases like your self-awareness aspect of like, if we're going to define these as two separate terms, even though like the image yeah. I like to portray with self-awareness and self-consciousness is like, if you overlay two of your hands on top of each other with two fingers overlapping, you can kind of see that, like, while they are separate terms and they have separate realms to them, there is a yeah. good amount of overlap. So if you help one, more often than not, you're going to be helping the other. And I Got think that it. practical okay. ways is by, like, in a sense, spending time in a group where you're used to talking a lot, in a sense, just observing, and then just seeing how the situation presents itself and how it works and how, like, everyone interacts in a sense and like asking people for criticism in a sense asking people what they think what you think you should change about yourself in order to become a better person and like what you should do to avoid like confirmation bias to hug box yourself to like end up in a place where you don't want to find yourself in so i think like benefits are just like asking around being an observer more than a listener or a speaker instead of claiming the center stage if you do that relatively often and just like finding yourself in different portions of your own uh, self-awareness and self-consciousness and then just continually reflect and build upon habits that you learn places you fit in society and then just developing new roles i think those are the most practical ways you can increase both wow thank you for that that was for sure something to incorporate um is there any last thoughts or any last things that you want to say about these, you know, self-consciousness versus self-awareness that you deem it to be important? I think it's just that while these are terms that can help compartmentalize, like, certain mm -hmm. ideas and certain ways of life, in the mm -hmm. end, the overall rule is just to be fluid and dynamic because mm -hmm. these are rules that apply in some cases. And there's mm -hmm. obviously more subtle nuances to both terms in each, in each case. It answers yeah. stuff I may have said that are wrong or stuff I may have said that don't apply to you specifically. But mm -hmm. it's important to realize that they are dynamic and they're personalized for your own self. These are just generalized terms that can apply to you and can be used to, in a sense, box one or two things. But it's mm -hmm. important not to identify so much with one or the other or else you run mm -hmm. the risk 
of becoming too rigid mm -hmm. or caring too much about other people around you. Thank you so much, Agan, for this. That was very insightful, and I took some notes, and I cannot wait to apply these in my life, for sure. Um, yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed this as much as I did, <laughs> and I hope to see you in the next podcast. Let us know what you feel about this topic, whether you're more on the spectrum of self-conscious, self-awareness, maybe intertwined within both. Um, we would love to hear and we would love to know what you thought about this topic and we will tune in next time. <laughs> With an episode on the negativity of positivity, which is going to be led by Sophia in this case. And she talks, she's going to break down pretty much what are the negatives of being so positive in life and for similar topics as such. And so we hope to see you guys next time. All right. Bye. Bye. -bye.